What's good, peeps? Your boy KJ is back with another Fiction or Not episode. Duh. We actually got a story today. How about that? Yeah, so I don't remember if I told you guys in one of the announcement episodes or in the bonus uh, episode or not, but Zombie Apocalypse Patient Zero was a true story. Um, embellished a little, of course, but it was a true story. There was a butt-naked man eating the face of another butt-naked man in Miami, Florida. They didn't know what drug he was on, and people were injured. Cops were injured before they actually took him down. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that. Mm, mm. I think it happened, I want to say two or three years ago something like that it might have been more than that but i think it was two or three years ago um yeah man that's ooh, ooh, hey a drug that can turn you into a zombie think about that make you strip all your clothes off and then eat somebody's face it's crazy out here anywho we're about to get ready to dive on into the next story and then at the end you know what it is we do the conspiracy corner so you guys, prepare your minds for the story, because here it comes. In three, a two, a one. Word from our sponsors. When Kenny was 16, he had a small brown dog named Rob. It was short for Rob Van Dam, named after the famous wrestler. Kenny loved Rob, and Rob loved Kenny. Rob wasn't quite one yet, but his birthday was coming up in a few months. Kenny was already trying to figure out how he could celebrate a dog's birthday. He had no idea, but he knew he wanted to do something. His favorite idea was to simply buy some dog treats and allow Rob to sit in his lap and eat them. Kenny and his little brother, Tavy were getting ready to go to school one day, and for some reason, Kenny had a bad feeling in his gut. He didn't know what it was, but he knew something was wrong or was going to be wrong later. That morning, their dad allowed Kenny to drive them to school, and on their way out of the driveway, they noticed something near the road. Because their driveway was on the curve of a highway, they had to pull out quickly and get moving or there could be a car zipping past without a moment's notice. When they pulled out, they glanced over at the side of the road and saw that it was Rob. He was lying there on the ground. Kenny immediately went into denial. Tavy followed. The boys thought the dog was just sleeping near the road, as he was known to do weird things from time to time. They didn't think to tell their dad or anyone else for that matter. Kenny still couldn't shake the feeling of doom, though. He carried that feeling with him all day at school. After school, the boys went to their grandmother's house, picked up the truck, and drove home. When they got home, they told their dad about the dog sleeping next to the road in the morning. And their light chuckling about Rob's weird new bed died quickly as they realized their dad wasn't chuckling with them. Why ain't y'all tell me he was on the side of the road this morning? Dad said. We thought he was just asleep, Kenny replied. Nah, son. I think he got hit. I ain't seen him all day. Kenny's eyes instantly glossed over as he choked back pain and guilt for his dog. For his friend. His 
family. What if Rob was still alive and actually was asleep that morning? Kenny saw him, but didn't say anything to his dad. Rob could have been hit by someone driving around the curve like a maniac. Did you already bury him? Kenny asked. He noticed Tavy's eyes gloss over as well. Can't find him, Dad responded. I ain't seen him all day. I looked everywhere for him. Maybe he didn't get hit. Maybe he just ran away. Kenny knew that Rob would never run away, though. Maybe he got hit and got a concussion or something, so he left. This was the assumption that Kenny chose to live with. I don't know, son. Maybe. Kenny's dad knew that Rob was never coming back home, no matter what happened. It was just too improbable. But he didn't have the heart to tell his sons. Plus, he loved the dog as well. The boys went outside and shouted for Rob for a little while, before ultimately giving up. Tavy had a little dog as well, who was Rob's sister, Cassie. She was a great dog as well, and didn't deserve to be ignored by the boys as they looked for Rob, so they decided to shower her with love and attention. Night fell. It was a warm night in Mississippi. Tavy had gone inside the house, but Kenny stood outside, still hopeful that Rob would return. He no longer choked his tears back. He hated himself and felt a deep pain for the loss of his dog. He cried openly and cursed himself. Then he heard something, a rustling through the leaves around the corner of the house. Kenny stepped further out from under the garage and waited for what was coming around the corner. He thought it was Cassie, but Cassie had already eaten and was most likely asleep. Around the corner came Rob. He hopped on his back legs like a bunny, just as he used to. He learned this from all the times Kenny helped him dance as a puppy. Kenny wiped his eyes and smiled. He whispered, Rob. Rob hopped toward Kenny, and as soon as Kenny took his first step toward the dog, he disappeared, leaving Kenny standing there, speechless. Then, there was a quick glance of Rob once again, hopping past the window in the garage, but he wasn't there either. A few minutes of confusion had gone by, and then Rob came running down a hill toward Kenny. This time, Kenny was sure it was Rob coming home. He was coming from the direction of the road. It just made too much sense. Kenny knelt down and held his hands out. As Rob ran up to him, he once again disappeared. Kenny felt a pang of guilt in his stomach. His eyes glossed over once again. At this point, he knew that Rob wasn't coming back. He knew his friend was gone forever. He knew he had to accept it. But accepting it was the hardest part. To this day, Kenny still has dreams about his dog coming back to him. He still holds on to a faint belief that Rob didn't die that day, but instead ran away and met a new family that didn't let him leave the yard, that actually took care of him the way he deserved. Now, was it fiction or nah? Tune in next week to find out. Okay, so hopefully I can get through the rest of this episode, which shouldn't take me too long. 
um, without getting a copyright strike because I have neighbors who won't turn their music down for some reason. They think this is a good time to have the music blasting. Like, I'm talking about blasting. Um, I'm going to do my best to edit it out, though, so you don't hear it. Um, so I don't know if you remember or not, but in one previous episode, the conspiracy that I talked about was um, something that I had a feeling about that would be a, you know, a pretty solid conspiracy theory. Um, it was Joe Biden and his whole Ukraine situation and everything. And, there, uh, so I told you guys, I was like, well, it could definitely be going down. Like, um, uh, at this very moment in time, you know, when Biden is starting to lose momentum in the polls and people are talking about his gaffes and whatever, um, and Warren is catching up and passing and Bernie is catching fire and Andrew Yang is moving up in the polls. Um, and then all of a sudden this Trump thing happens and it's centered around Biden. Um, the impeachment is centered around Biden, like what he did to Biden. He, and, and then I was like, and I bet you that the aim is to try to make it seem like Trump is scared of Biden. One of the things that Biden says in his first uh, press conference or one of the first press conferences he did um, after this whole Ukraine thing started, Trump is afraid of him. That's one of the first things he said. And this, and I had the episode out before he put, before he said this. So I was pretty much on the right track as far as what it looks like. Um, so then digging even further his opposition, right? The last debate, Elizabeth Warren got destroyed, right? They were coming for her. They were just coming for her. Even Andrew Yang um, was disagreeing with her, going, having a little back and forth. Um, everybody was going for her. Um, and I felt like she was his, she was Biden's biggest opponent because Bernie inexplicably had a heart attack you know what I'm saying? And ended up in the hospital. So that already kind of got people like, oh, I don't know if Bernie's going to make it through his entire term or whatever. But Bernie's still looking strong, honestly. Though. He came back with his next debate and he was like, yeah, you know, Bernie, Bernie voice. Um, so he came back looking good. But at the same time, people still have that in the back of their mind. Like Bernie, he just had a heart attack. Um, and Elizabeth Warren's getting attacked on stuff. Andrew Yang's moving up in the polls. Every damn time they take a poll, he moves up in the polls. But guess what? The mainstream media is leaving him off of the TV. Like they're not putting him up there when they say who's leading in the polls. Andrew Yang doesn't show up on, on TV even when he's actually leading. Like he's beating people that are showing up on the TV while he's being left off. And this started at the very beginning when he was first running for president. They would put all the candidates up and they would leave him off for some reason. It was always him always Yang. And it's like, it's because they don't want Yang to win. They don't want Yang to be president. They don't want an Asian American man to be president. They don't want him to be president. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's Chinese. They don't want a Chinese man to be president. You see what we're doing with China right now? They don't want that. So they're shutting it down early. You know what I'm saying? I'm voting Andrew Yang, but they're not going to let him win. They're not going to. Kamala Harris is not going to win. We had a we had a black president, but our country is not ready for a black female president. It's just not 
it's not going to happen. A black woman president? Are you, no, it's not going to happen. Um, like, it was hard enough for our country to accept Obama, but we had him for eight years. They're not going to give us a black woman president until Michelle runs. Um, and then, Elizabeth, like I said, Elizabeth Warren got attacked. You know, she was the only one that was like, she can really kick Biden's ass. So she's the only one that was like, yeah, I got this. And they started shutting her down in the last debate, this previous debate. So then um, you have to look at Bernie, right? Bernie. Bernie had the heart attack, um, but the heart attack wasn't like like he was in the hospital for how long? Like a, a few days. And then he was back out on the campaign trail. Like, that's nuts. That is insane. That is insane. This man is almost 80. That is insane for him to do. Did he really have a heart attack or was that the narrative that needed to be put out there in order for Biden to keep his position? You know what I'm saying? And I just think that they're probably running off the strength that America isn't ready for a woman president. So Elizabeth Warren is going to win anyway. If it, if it comes down to Warren and Biden, Biden's going to win. You know what I'm saying? So then playing it up on the on the Trump front, he's afraid of Biden. You know, he's doing all this Ukraine stuff. I mean, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible that Trump is afraid to have an election race against Biden because he knows he's going to lose. But Trump's going to lose to whoever the other person is. Trump might he might not even be the Republican candidate. Trump is going to lose. He's not going to be president again. We all know this. Even his supporters should know this. Trump ain't winning again. But I think it's all being played up to be a victory for Biden. Like Biden's going to win. <clears throat> I hate to say it because I don't think Biden's in any mental capacity to be president. But I think he's going to win. And I've been talking about this conspiracy, you know, and then we just had um, one of the senior Democrats in Congress pass away, you know, and he was one that was like always up against like he was he was always shutting down BS. You know what I'm saying? Anytime BS would come up, he would shut it down. Man, I can't call his name right now. I knew his name off the top of my head. Let me let me get his name real quick in case y'all haven't heard the news that he passed. R.I.P. By the way, um, Elijah Cummings, that was his name. Elijah Cummings. He was only in his 60s. He just died and they didn't even say why. They didn't say what it was, but he had some previous um, medical history with his heart and his knee. And it's like, it's not his damn knee. We know it's not his knee. It's his heart now. So it's his heart It's Bernie's heart. It's his heart and Bernie's heart. Come on now. Let's think about that one. His heart and Bernie's heart. And, and, and Elijah Cummings is somebody who would call Biden on his on his crap. He would call anybody out. He would like he's done it. And so I feel like he's one person that they had to get out the way. And I feel like he also because of the, the impeachment situation and he was like a lead voice on that. They had to get him out the way so that Trump could actually potentially make it through this and not be impeached. Personally, I don't think he's going to get impeached. I think it's all it's all panning out to how it was planned out. Trump is going to end up not getting impeached. He's going to go to the next election. He's going to lose to Joe Biden. 
Like that's that's what I see. Joe Biden came in last, but I feel like somebody higher up said, Joe, listen, this is what you're going to do. You're going to run for president. You're going to win. And we're going to puppeteer your ass like this. Want to be a real boy? Too bad. Like, I feel like it's going to be some of that. And it just is what it is. Because a lot of people already know that American elections are set up from the beginning. Like in a lot of cases, Americans elections are set up from the beginning. Like it's just what it is. We already like and, and usually what's funny about it is a lot of us, we already know who's going to win before the before the election really even takes off. We already know like we can we can honestly sit there and look at who's the potential candidates and we can say, well, if this person runs for president, they're going to win. Doesn't matter if they get the popular vote or not, apparently. If they run for president, they're going to win. Which is the same thing I was saying about Joe Biden. When he jumped in, I was like, he's winning. Like, he, he, wouldn't, give me, he wouldn't even get in if he wasn't going to win. If Michelle Obama were to run, she would win. She'd be our first black woman president. She would be our first one. Like, nobody else is going to be the first one. If Michelle doesn't run, it's going to be a very long time before we see a black woman as our president. It's going to be a very long time before we see another black man as our president. It's not going to happen for a very long time. Like, we got Barack to, to calm us down because this country is still divided like crazy. It was divided under Bush. It was still divided under Obama. It was getting a little bit better, but it was divided under Obama, and it's even more divided under Trump, racially speaking. And it's sad. It sucks. Like, <laughs> My best friends are white. I have two friends. Two. And they're both white. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're white. They're my two friends. I have a very small circle of friends. Two people in that circle. Like true friends. And they're white. They're married to each other. They're white. And my wife is Mexican-American. You know? She was born in Chicago. So she... Like, come on, man. Like, why can't everybody be something like that? Just have a mix. Have a mixed bag of people, man. Uh, the division gets on my nerves. But back to the conspiracy. I think that Biden is definitely going to win presidents. And there's nothing we can do. Even if he loses the popular vote, he's still going to win. That was already proven with Trump. And I think Trump might have been a practice run for how people accept or reject the idea that somebody can win the presidency without the popular vote. I think that Trump was a trial run for a lot of things, actually. Um, and Trump is also just a puppet for Putin. Like, he's Putin's puppet big time. And it's just like everything he does leads back to Russia somehow. Somehow. It's not even like a long, uh, like, you know how in the in the movies where they have the big poster up on the wall and they're doing detective work and they have the string and the tacks. It's not even something like that where you have to put a whole bunch of stuff together to figure out how it leads back to Russia. It, it just leads back to Russia. It just two steps. Boom, boom, Russia. Like, and then he just started this, this war in Syria and then negotiates a ceasefire and celebrates it. Like he just did something amazing when, He's the reason for the entire thing in the first place. Like, he's the reason why people are over there dying in mass numbers. Like, that's 
He did it. He pulled our troops out and Turkey attacked. It's just that simple. And then he puts it out. He puts out the fire and like, yeah, I did it. (laughs) That's like a fireman who's also an arsonist. You set your fire and then you put it out. That's not that's not being a hero. You didn't do nothing. What are you talking about? I'm going to all high pitch now because I'm upset. Bring it down. okay? but yeah, I feel like it's going to be biting. Tell me if I'm wrong. Hit me up on the Twitters or the Instagrams. Um, or you can leave me an audio message on the podcast telling me what you think about it. Um, of course, I'm not saying that this is 100% true. It's a conspiracy theory, which means it's something that, you know, could be happening underneath it all. But I'm not saying it's 100% true. I don't know. I'm not in government. I don't, I don't, I don't deal with these people. I don't know these people. So don't take my word for it. Just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Do your own homework on it. If you don't believe me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you how I feel, how I feel the thing is going down in some kind of way. Everybody is a conspiracy theory. Theorist. <laughs> everybody is a conspiracy theorist in some kind of way. We all have our own conspiracies that we think like even if you're just somebody who. If you're told something, you look at them and say, Psh, yeah, right. You're a conspiracy theorist in that moment because you have a different idea about what happened and it's underneath the surface or somebody's doing something. That's underneath the surface. Like it's a conspiracy theory. Everybody is a conspiracy theorist at some point. So don't take my word for it. Like I said, do your research. All right. That's all I got. And I hope that nobody else gets any kind of heart conditions. Nobody else gets hurt or passes away or, you know, gets put in any kind of crazy position between now and the next and the next election. Like I hope that. Everything is just in place now because people don't have to get sick. People don't have to die. People don't have to be hurt for somebody to win the presidency. If you're going to win the presidency, win it on the strength of your word. Period. If Biden had stepped up there and was like, yo, everything Obama pushed, I'm pushing it. I think personally that he would have had enough backing off of that for people to vote him in. Because the strength of his his campaign is Obama. If he was never Obama's vice president, nobody would care about him. Like, oh, Biden, wouldn't, he wouldn't even be thought about. Nobody would ask him to run. It's just simple as that. He could have walked up and said, I'm going to do everything Obama said he was going to do. And then when people started questioning what the things that they didn't like about Obama or whatever, or things that Obama might have messed up on or had a bad decision on, nobody's perfect, he could have been like, look, Nobody's perfect. I didn't say I was going to do all the bad things that Obama did. I'm just saying the good things, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to continue to push it. Everything that Trump tried to take away that we need, I'm going to bring it back, period. But anyway, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm trying. I'm going to try my best to stay out of the politics with the conspiracy theories. But it's a lot going on in politics, as y'all know already. So, yeah. Tune in next week. I'm going to be back next Friday with another episode um, locked and loaded for you guys. Hopefully I can do what I've been trying to do next Friday. Um, what I tried to do last Friday and I didn't get around to it because I was so busy. Um, but I got half a week next week where I'm going to be working steadily full time on an audio book that I have to finish by Wednesday. Um, so hopefully when Thursday hits, 
I'll be able to put together the whole production like I planned on. And I also am planning on dropping a YouTube video next week, hopefully on Friday as well. So then um, I'll let you guys know. It's also Fiction or Not on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. I'm going to be doing it. My next video is going to be a comedy skit. It's going to be ready. <laughs> it's going to be good. Okay, I'm planning it out, trying to set up a spot in the apartment to, to look the way I need it to look, and then I'm going to do it. Um, if you watch YouTube, if you listen to the radio, then you'll know what I'm doing because it's, yeah. But, yeah, all right, guys. Thanks for listening as always, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I see you guys. I see the numbers. I know you're listening, and I appreciate you 137,000%. Um, and I'm out laters and don't forget to hit up the bookish impulses podcast because we do something amazing now. Okay. Not only do we have our regular episodes where we discuss ramble, whatever you want to call it about books and bookish things. We also have literal Tuesdays where I take a book title and I give you a story based off the literal title of the book without knowing what the book is about. I just give you an improv story off the top of my head. No editing. And I add in a little music sound effects and stuff like I do for the stories on this channel, on this uh, podcast. And so it's very, 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 very fun. OK, so please go check out Bookish Impulses as well. And um, you can follow my wife on Twitter and Instagram on Twitter. No, on Instagram, she's more active. You want to hit her up at I'm the book addict on Instagram. I'm the book addict. Um. Or yeah, and you can find me on Instagram at Epic Rain KJ, you know, Twitter, same thing, Facebook, same thing. Um, but yeah. Okay, now I'm really gonna let you go. Okay? We out here. See ya. <laughs>